Good morning. Welcome to Trinity Lutheran Church. I'm Pastor Bibb. A special warm welcome to any guests or visitors joining us this day. Please know you're always very welcome here at Trinity Lutheran Church. And uh, we rejoice as it is now the fourth Sunday after Trinity. And today in the Gospel reading, we're going to hear some words of Jesus that are very often quoted, but also very often misunderstood and taken out of context when he says, Be merciful even as your Father is merciful, and judge not lest ye be judged. So I'll turn your attention then to the inside of the back cover of the bulletin where we have our summary of our readings for this day. Be merciful, even as your father is also also is merciful. The old Adam in us wants to condemn and seek vengeance, but the Lord says, vengeance is mine, I will repay. To condemn, to avenge yourself, is to put yourself in the place of God. It is to fail to trust that he is just. Ultimately, it is to disbelieve that Jesus suffered the full vengeance for all wrongs. Only Christ is merciful as the Father is merciful. He is the one who overcame all evil with the good of his cross, forgiving even his executioners. Jesus is our Joseph, who comforts us with words of pardon and reconciliation. He is the one who does not condemn but gives life that runs over. Only through faith in Christ are we sons of the Father, being merciful, forgiving, doing good to our enemies. For in Christ, we know that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. We have great joy this morning as we will be receiving a a new adult member. Kylie White will be welcomed into membership through the rite of confirmation. That will be immediately following the sermon. And our, our service this day is Divine Service Setting 1. And we have the great joy also of receiving the Lord's body and blood in and under bread and wine as he gives it to us. And in accord with his word, he bids us to all be in unity of faith when it is that we come forward to receive this blessed gift. So in accord with his word and institution, we do ask that all those joining us at the altar this day to receive the Lord's body and blood be member either of this congregation or of a sister congregation of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, joining in that one common Orthodox confession of the Christian faith. Again, it's Divine Service setting one this day as it begins on page 151. We now sing the first hymn. O Lord, grant that the course of this world may be so peaceably ordered by your governance that your church may joyfully serve you in all godly quietness. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. The Old Testament reading for the fourth Sunday after Trinity is from Genesis chapter 50. When Joseph's brothers saw that their father was dead, they said, It may be that Joseph will hate us and pay us back for all the evil that we did to him. So they sent a message to Joseph, saying, Your father gave this command before he died. Say to Joseph, Please forgive the transgression of your brothers and their sin, because they did evil to you. And now, please forgive the transgression of the servants of the God of your father. Joseph wept when they spoke to him. His brothers also came and fell down before him and said, Behold, we are your servants. But Joseph said to them, Do not fear, for am I in the place of God? As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good, to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. So do not fear. I will provide for you and your little ones. Thus he comforted them and spoke kindly to them. This is the word of the Lord. 
The epistle is from Romans chapter 12. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be conceited. Repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God, for it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. For by so doing, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the sixth chapter. Jesus said, Be merciful even as your Father is merciful. Judge not, and you will not be judged. Condemn not, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. He also told them a parable. Can a blind man lead a blind man? Will they not both fall into a pit? A disciple is not above his teacher, but everyone, when he is fully trained, will be like his teacher. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but you do not notice the log that is in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, Brother, let me take out the speck that is in your eye, when you yourself do not see the log that is in your own eye? You hypocrite. First take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck that is in your brother's eye. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God the Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Dear saints in Christ, today's gospel reading contains some of our Lord's most misunderstood and maligned teachings. Be merciful even as your Father is merciful, and judge not, and you will not be judged. In our increasingly pagan culture, which has taken political correctness to a harmful extreme, these words of Christ are ironically used to beat people's consciences into submission. Now, how does this take place? Well, those who seek to justify their sinful thoughts, words, and deeds, they will cry out to the top of their lungs, Don't judge! Jesus said, You can't judge me. Be merciful. Don't be a hater. Don't be a bigot. Don't be an oppressor. Such words are, again, ironically, delivered with all the force and all the fervor of a judge who is madly banging a gavel in an attempt to bring the court back into order. So then, what is the key to understanding what Jesus is teaching us in the Gospel reading today? Well, as is often the case, the meaning can only really be understood rightly by dividing law and Gospel. As for the law... In the most basic sense, Jesus is just telling us, don't sin. The commandment most clearly tied to be merciful and judge not is the Eighth Commandment. You shall not give false testimony against your neighbor. Now, what does this mean? Luther writes, we should fear and love God so that we do not tell lies about our neighbor, betray him, slander him, or hurt his reputation, but defend him, speak well of him, 
and explain everything in the kindest way. In light of this, Jesus' words cut deeply today. It is easy for us to hold the mirror of God's law up to other people. We actually enjoy revealing others' hypocrisy, others' unchristian words and deeds, like a sniper hiding safely from a distance, concealed and covered. We observe other people. We see their lack of kindness, their lack of piety, charity, and grace. We observe their selfishness, their pride, their lust, and their greed. And then we pull the trigger on our judgment, supposing that we are worthy to judge their hearts, minds, and faith as though we are God himself. After all, we're so much better than them, right? No one is safe from such hypocritical judgment. We judge friends, family, and other Christians. Perhaps you've already done it a time or two since you rolled out of bed this morning. All too often, such sniping judgment occurs casually over a hot cup of coffee, a cold beer. Hey, did you hear about so-and-so? Boy, you wouldn't catch me doing that. Oh, well, it looks like she did it again. There she goes. Can you believe that? And she claims to be a Christian. Oh, Lord, have mercy upon us. We bang the gavel at those around us, judging and even condemning their souls, all the while seeking to cover our own sins, or even worse, justify them before others and before God. This is the opposite of mercy and the opposite of forgiveness. This is sinful, and it is evil. It is what Jesus condemns in the gospel lesson today. Rushing to judge and condemn others when you yourself are chief of sinners— Jesus teaches us to pray, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Again, Luther teaches us, what does this mean? We pray in this petition that our Father in heaven would not look at our sins or deny our prayer because of them. We are neither worthy for the things which we pray, nor have we deserved them. But we ask that he would give them all to us by grace. For we daily sin much and surely deserve nothing but punishment. So we too will sincerely forgive and gladly do good to those who sin against us. Sadly, what do we do all too often? We rush to remove the speck from our brother's eye without first removing the plank from our own eye. Dear saints, to condemn a person's soul in this way is to put yourself in the place of God. You presume to be judge supreme and condemn a fellow sinner to hell. This is the height of hypocrisy. To echo the words of Jesus in our Old Testament lesson, am I in the place of God? The Lord have mercy upon us. Grant us repentance and forgive us for the sake of Christ our Savior. But you see, that actually brings us back to law and gospel being the key to understanding this passage. O Lord, that is, O Father in heaven, have mercy upon us, and he has in Christ Jesus. Remember Jesus' words. He says, be merciful even as your Father is merciful. Did you catch it? Dear children of God, your Heavenly Father is merciful. Being merciful means that you do not deliver a judgment or punishment even when you would be totally justified in doing so. In other words, showing mercy means holding back punishment which is deserved. This is a great source of joy. Because you see, your heavenly Father is merciful toward you in Christ. In mercy, the Father sent his Son to uphold the law for you. Jesus never told lies about his neighbor. He never slandered, betrayed, or hurt his neighbor's reputation. Jesus always spoke the truth in love. 
Jesus always defended and spoke well of his neighbors, explaining everything in the kindest way. Jesus upheld all of God's holy Ten Commandments perfectly, in thought, word, and deed, always, without ever failing. And he did all of that for you. In mercy, Jesus not only kept the law, but then he suffered its full punishment in your place on the cross. See, God the Father withheld that punishment from us and poured it out in its entirety upon his own Son so that we wouldn't have to taste a drop of it. The sinless Son of God was beaten, reviled, and rejected, hated by men. Jesus was our Joseph, who received only hatred from his brothers. In hate, we sold Jesus for 30 pieces of silver, delivering him to be falsely judged and crucified. And so he was. As it was with Joseph, so it was with Jesus. As for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good to bring it about that many people should be kept alive as they are today. Jesus' blood was shed on the cross. He collected the wages for our sin and he died our death. Jesus is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. As we prayed in the gradual, make atonement for our sins, O Lord, lest the nations say, where is their God? Help us, O God of our salvation, for the glory of your name, deliver us. In Christ Jesus, God has had mercy upon us all. Thanks be to God for his forgiveness and grace. Now, of course, God's mercy did not end with Christ's atoning sacrifice, for Jesus was delivered from death and raised on the third day, as we confessed just moments ago. Death no longer has dominion over Christ. It no longer has dominion over you who are baptized into Christ. Rejoice, for your heavenly Father is merciful. Now, God's mercy and grace in Christ is rich, overflowing, and superabundant. And Jesus, he gives us a picture of this in the gospel. God's forgiveness is given to you in good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over in your lap. Therefore, dear Christian, forgive as you have been forgiven. Delight to show mercy toward others. Are you in the place of God that you would judge others' souls to hell? No, not at all. Therefore, Jesus calls us to show mercy as our Father in heaven has shown us mercy. We're called by God to forgive as we've been forgiven. Now, this is not easy. It rarely is. It's one of the hardest things that we do and that God calls us to. Because it hurts when people sin against us. Sin breaks trust. Sin breaks relationships. Sin breaks stuff in this fallen world. However, the solution is not judgment and condemnation. Rather, the solution is mercy. Notice also that Jesus does not tell us to simply ignore sin. Not at all. That's not good, honest, or true. That's what our pagan culture would have us do, to just ignore it or to even celebrate sin. But rather, that's not what our Heavenly Father would have us do. Instead, we call sin what it is. It's sin. In love, we call our brothers and sisters in Christ to repentance. And see, that's something that we often misunderstand. Calling a brother or sister in Christ to repentance is actually a loving and merciful thing because we don't want them to wander off into unbelief and we don't want them to go to hell. It's merciful to call someone to repentance. However, when you do that, you're to do so with humility and with gentleness, keeping a watch on yourself, recognizing the weakness of our own flesh. Because we are neither the standard of holiness nor the true source of forgiveness. Christ Jesus is both. 
Christ is the perfect example of keeping the law, and he is also the only true source of forgiveness. Therefore, when dealing with sin, we humbly speak his word of law, which reveals sin as sin. And we take refuge in his comforting and consoling gospel, a never-ending fount of mercy and grace, which cleanses us, heals us, and gives life to repentant sinners. We take refuge in God's sure and certain promises. We take refuge in Christ's healing word and his forgiving and life-giving sacraments. When we ponder all these things, dear saints in Christ, how blessed are we? I mean, really. We deserve God's judgment, punishment, and an eternity in hell with Satan and his fallen angels, and yet God is merciful, giving of himself his only begotten Son that we sinners should be forgiven by his sacrifice on the cross, and we are. We receive all this through faith. Every day that we live in this world, we turn away from willful sin with the help of the Spirit, and we live in mercy and grace the mercy and grace of Christ, our risen and ascended Lord. By his Holy Spirit, he continually pours out his mercy, forgiveness, and love and his word and sacraments, which are his chosen means for giving the gifts of his cross and his empty tomb. We must always remember that only Christ is merciful as the Father is merciful. He is the one who overcame all evil with the good of his cross, forgiving even his executioners. Jesus is our Joseph who comforts us with his word of pardon and his reconciliation. Jesus is the one who does not condemn, but gives life that runs over, even unto eternity. Through baptismal faith in Christ Jesus, you are counted and claimed as the sons and daughters of God. By his Holy Spirit, your Heavenly Father is continually conforming you to the image of Jesus, that you would be merciful, forgiving, even doing good to your enemies. Dear Father in heaven, we pray, help us to that end by your mercy and grace. And so, dear Christians, in this world, there is and there will be plenty of tribulation and suffering. That's the reality of living in a fallen, sinful world, a world corrupted. However, our faithful God walks with us along the way, leading us to his promised paradise. And we know how the story of this world ends. It's not like it's just some big question mark. We know how it all ends. And where we're going. We know that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared to with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Therefore we pray, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? In Christ Jesus, the Father has shown mercy to you. Let us live every day in repentant faith, rejoicing in God's truthful word and merciful forgiveness and confessing the same until our Lord returns in glory. In the name of Jesus, amen. The peace of God which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, amen. In peace, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. That God would keep us from avenging ourselves and repaying evil with evil, and that he would lead us to overcome evil with good and live peaceably with all. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the church, that the Lord would pour out his mercy in rich measure. For all ministers, that their mouths would be open to preach the saving gospel. For all Christians, that their mouths would be open to proclaim the marvels of Christ, who called us from darkness into his marvelous light, and that all works of mercy would attest to his love. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For true humility 
that our Father would teach us to confess our sin rather than excuse or deny it, that he would guard us from all pride that leads to disdain, and that he would lead us to rejoice at his patience, which freely forgives our many trespasses. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For our nation's authorities, whom God has set in place, that as he raised up Joseph to work good even from what was meant for evil, so he would work through our leaders to keep many alive and protected in this life. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For Nathan Burmeister, Michael Pete, John Brenneman, Vanessa Burmeister, Charlotte Locke, Ron Lyon, Bob Rash, Erlene Lakey, Lisa Rash, Ted Phillips, and all who suffer in body or mind, that the Lord would give healing and sustain them in his truth, that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing with the glory to be revealed at Christ's return. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For all communicants, that our Father would clear away any grudges, unbelief, or impenitence, so that we would receive his supper with lively faith in his promises and for the forgiveness of sins. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Lord God, Heavenly Father, you are merciful, and through Christ have promised that you will neither judge nor condemn us, but graciously forgive all our sins and abundantly provide for all our wants of body and soul. By your Holy Spirit, establish in our hearts a confident faith in your mercy. Teach us in turn to be merciful to our neighbor, that we may not judge or condemn others, but willingly forgive all, judging only ourselves. Lead blessed lives in your... And Lead blessed lives in your fear. Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Good morning and welcome to Trinity Lutheran Church. Uh, we rejoice to receive the gifts of Christ's mercy uh, each and every Sunday here. And we pray that if you are a visitor, that you'll join us uh, again. A handful of announcements as we continue on with our day. Uh, first of all, again, a warm welcome to Kylie White. Uh, please, uh, if you've not um, already uh, welcomed her this morning uh, formally as a, as a member, please take the opportunity to do that. We're very thankful uh, that she has joined us in communicant membership. Uh, looking ahead at our calendar for the week, uh, of course, we have Sunday school and Bible study immediately following worship. Uh, then a higher things meeting uh, after adult Bible study. So uh, youth, if you could please remain for that and parents as you're able also. Uh, then on uh, this coming Thursday, note the date change. Normally, the Lutheran Confession Study Group meets on Wednesday. I'll be taking a little vacation time with my family this week to celebrate the 4th. Uh, so we'll be having class on Thursday the 6th at 9 a.m. Uh, also, altar flowers there to the glory of God in remembrance of Earl Motman. And a big thank you to the Executive Committee of the Trinity Ladies Guild. Uh, uh, thanks is extended to them for the salad supper um, committee for the wonderful job that they did in organizing the salad supper. And if you didn't get a chance to see the decorations that they had in there, they were marvelous. I looked great. I bet the ladies had a really good time. Um, also, July Theology on Tap. I'm correcting a typo here, because in the bulletin, it says that, um, now the dates are correct, the 18th and the 20th. We had to move it up a week because we have the Higher Things Conference this month. But the Thursday Theology on Tap for the men, the schedule is different than what I put in the bulletin here. So it's an oops, but I caught it. Uh, so that evening is also the Trinity Women's Meeting. That will occur at 6 p.m. And then the men will meet at the Parsonage at 7.30 for Theology on Tap that Thursday. So again, that's Thursday, July 20th. Uh, 6 p.m. is the Trinity Women's Guild meeting. And then 7.30 is Theology on Tap for the men. And the ladies' schedule for earlier in the week is unchanged. 
All right, uh, worship conference. This is to be held in August, uh, Saturday the 19th at uh, uh, St. John's Evangelical Lutheran Church in Topeka, Kansas. I had this run in the bulletin uh, another time, but it always helps to have things in there two or three times. Um, the pastor who's going to be delivering the keynote, uh, the Reverend Roberto Rojas, is marvelous. So if you have the chance to run out there for the day and take in some good faithful teaching, you will not regret it. Uh, he is fantastic. Uh, the cost is $25, and that does include lunch. There's a, a, a website address there in the bulletin if you'd like to find more information. Um, I believe that brings us to the end, end of the announcements. Anything I might have missed? All right, okay, seeing nothing, God's peace be with you as you continue to live in his mercy. I'll greet you at the door.